1: Tonight on the Cooligans, we are talking about the UEFA Champions League knockout runs. They have returned. Uh, Messi is not looking great. Barca is not looking great. But Mbappe is absolutely thriving. Uh, we talk a little bit of Liverpool. Also, the, uh, the a new baby is part of the, the Cooligans family. The Crashland baby has arrived.
0: That's right. We're deals now. Plus, we talked to Andy <laughs> Haynes, hilarious comedian. You've seen him on the roast. He's got an amazing podcast. He's a huge Arsenal fan, a huge Sounders fan. We talked about everything from soccer to funny stuff. It's absolutely incredible. That and more today on the Cooligans.
1: Yo, it's me, Dave Vianich here, and I've been hanging out with the Cooligans, having a nice, and I hope you've been having a nice too. Yeah! Vamos. Let's go. Let's do this. Where Let, are we going? <laughs> let's get right into it, okay? There's no there is no time to waste, okay? I we gotta get right to the show. I wanna I wanna I
0: wanna thank I wanna thank everyone who has ever followed, watched, listened. Because I'm wearing a tracksuit, folks.
1: (laughs) Full tracksuit. It's Uh, what I've always wanted. We don't even need to confirm uh, to see the bottom half. We know it's there. (laughs) Buddy, it's (laughs) not. Nothing is. But trust me, the pants are right over there. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Uh, Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. Thank you so much. And I am Alexis Guerreros. All right. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that has ever lived Mm -hmm. right out here. On Football Sports Network.
0: That's right. We also happen to be the gulliest show that I ever lived. Right out here on football court. <laughs> right.
1: Boom. Okay, uh, we have an exciting show today. We're going to be joined by comedian Andy Haynes, uh, a friend, a dear, dear friend who we we've chopped it up for years at the comedy clubs, doing shows. You've seen him on Comedy Central. Uh, you, you've seen him on he's a great, great podcast. He's Been on the
0: roasts. He's been in social. He's on your social. He's all over the all over the place. Very funny, Andy Haynes. Next week we're going to have we're going to have Bobby Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that a person? I don't know. About it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Haynes Haynes underwear, come on, Guys, stick with me, okay. Christian. We going
1: places, baby. Look, Cause you said Bobby for the Lumen. I'm like, ah, oh, nah. What, what circuit does he work? I don't yeah, really. You I don't like, really come across. Is that his screen name? Because I really don't know him. Because I've I've heard some ridiculous stage names for some comedians, and Bobby Fruit of the Loom is not even close to the. Sorry, craziest. let me call him by
0: stage name, Bobby Hamburger for the. Loom.
1: Uh, but uh, yes, uh, I. I, I, Andy's a, a great dude hilarious comic he's also uh, he's an Arsenal fan he's from Seattle uh, we talk all, all about it but we got to start today uh, discussing the UEFA Champions League because we, there've been a yep. couple matches we are taping this uh, right after the the, uh, the result from the from BSG uh, BSG, BSG. BSG. <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, it's a small gang that also plays soccer <laughs> Barcelona and PSG played against each other and uh, uh, R, uh, RB Leipzig uh, against Liverpool but we got We got to talk about this uh, Barcelona PSG match because PSG won handily. Four to one, uh, you know Barcelona didn't even look like they had a uh, game plan to be honest. No, uh, but uh, uh, it was the Mbappe show uh, for for PSG.
0: Bruh, no Neymar, no problems. <laughs> if you're <laughs> if you're PSG, PSG look better without Neymar in the Champions League <laughs> than
1: they do with Neymar in Ligue One. <laughs> <laughs> they they look pretty comfortable. You know uh, B- Barcelona, uh, you know their they, issues right now. We see that in La Liga. They're not. They're not not doing too too well okay uh, my dog yeah. is losing his mind
0: <laughs> I, he's not clearly he put money on barca
1: and this is what happens when you gamble
0: folks
2: right? yeah, he he's afraid he's gonna to lose sad. a paw
0: Look, <laughs> he owes a lot of bad people a lot of money right, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is the life i mean you know you, you can't let him hang out in those dog parks <laughs> You meet sometimes the wrong people, <laughs> you
1: know? No, the problem with Barcelona is like they're having a tough time uh, um in La Liga, but when they play in Champions League they get exposed. They yeah. uh, they are a flawed flawed team.
0: Yeah. And I think the problem is it's like it's going to go down as Xavi's didn't play a good game but you cover Mbappe. <laughs> yeah, you,
1: Ronald Koeman, you get in here and start taking care of this. Bruh, try, you try, just
0: once. <laughs> no. I mean, I think he did his thing, Serginho Dest, and Sergino Dest is probably one of the best players on Barcelona right now, but clearly this is what happens when you go against, uh, you know, a team like PSG that clearly came with a game plan of how to attack Barcelona, and apparently it's by <laughs> shooting shots at their goal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But look, look the 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 bigger issues, and I think that uh, you know they're they're bigger talking points at, during Champions League, obviously because more people are watching. But Barcelona can't defend. They have they have terrible uh, defenders. I mean, they just they they don't really have the the, the chemistry that we're just sort of used to uh, seeing, or, or we're used to seeing the, the the beautiful football of of Barcelona and and everything. But their defense
0: used to be you know like a strong offense, right? Like if you keep possession. They get exactly, frustrated exactly. and they get put out of position. Robert Kuhlman is like, I ain't with all that. Like, we're going to pass a lot, but the you know, we're gonna do things differently, and then they're losing, you
1: know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean yeah, the, the question the, we that, did, like we're gonna go in a different direction, more the L direction. You <laughs> yeah, <know? laughs> yeah, yeah. I think why why do we always need to be at the top? You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> I think I think what
0: what you're watching here is Barcelona. It, there was there was a feeling that the transition would be quick and that they would sort of solve things to try to keep Messi. And when you're looking, it's like Messi don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> Messi's looking over at PSG, and they're like, he's like, how much y'all want? Yeah, <laughs> like, how much it, are y'all gonna pay me? It's
1: week to week, you know. Sometimes you know, Messi will have a great game; he'll score a great free kick, and everybody's like, oh, you know, he, he loves he it, it here. He loves it here. You know, yeah. they're having they're having a, a bit of a spat, but clearly he still loves this club. And uh-huh. then next week, it's like. You know, it's like an on again, off again relationship. Yeah, you know? he never He's
0: loved y'all. Check his Instagram <laughs> DMs. It's wild, you need to man. leave him. Okay, you need
1: to know
0: <laughs> <done> him. <laughs> they toxic, Messi. You need to bounce. We never liked them anyway. <laughs> the win by Barcelona. I mean, the loss by Barcelona. The win by PSG. Uh, a game like that has to be a bit of a message, right? We were talking about Messi possibly going to PSG. But some think this is also a little bit of a of a highlight for uh Mbappe to show what he can do for his opportunity to maybe audition here for Real Madrid. What are we thinking there? Uh
1: look, it's uh, I think a lot of people think uh, you know, Mbappe is not long for PSG. I don't know how much time uh But you know, stick
0: the- around to play with Messi though, no? I would, I'd stick around I'd be like, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: Okay. If you were leaving a restaurant,
0: they were like, but Messi's coming. I'd be like, you know, I think we can miss the show. You know?
1: (laughs) Okay. You know, I'm going to rearrange a couple things on my schedule and (laughs) I think I can make it work. I think the wife
0: will understand if I'm a little late, you know? Uh,
1: look, I, I don't know how long, um, it's not a matter, you know, um, Mbappe is going to be at PSG for as long as he wants to be there. Uh, it's it, He is it's, the
0: one calling the shots here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. look, if he wants, I know his, his dream club is Real Madrid and, uh, and, and, and Real Madrid would be happy to uh, bring in the young man and, and help <laughs> him. <laughs> so they, they wouldn't say no to that either. So uh, you think
0: he, you think someone goes to Pochettino and says, uh, uh, you're wanted in Mbappe's office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: He's like, he's like, oh, man, I think it's going to be bad news. Oh, 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 you think I'm getting traded or transferred? <laughs> his office is just his locker. you have to talk to him in front of the rest of the players. You know? The players
0: are on the back's turn. They make a wall.
1: <laughs> you got to twist
0: Varadi's hand
1: and open him like a door. Mbappe, <laughs> uh, you wanted to see me. <laughs> I have been called. Uh, no, man, it, it's a it, – it, it, at this point, it's really just business and financial stuff. Like, look, Mbappe could have gone. And When he left Monaco, he could have gone right to Real Madrid. I don't think anybody would have been surprised at that move either. No. Uh, so, Although uh, they didn't have the money for him. Only PSG did. But that yeah. also begs
0: the question. Is like, who can pay you more than PSG? Or is PJ, PSG going to take a hit by paying Messi big money, which I'm assuming if they do get Messi, obviously it's between them and City. Who's going to get a Manchester City or or PSG? If you're PSG, Neymar, Messi, Mbappe, that sounds like more fun than whatever Real Madrid got, got going on. You know what I mean? I mean
1: we, we usually see PSG uh, dominate, especially in Ligue 1, right? And just in, like, I mean, Neymar and, and Mbappe would just would just embarrass uh, some of these defenders. They call them farmers, right? In, in yeah. Ligue 1. Well, imagine what Messi would do <laughs> to, uh, out there, bro. It would be just week after week. He would extend ankles... his
0: career by three years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it would be absolutely uh, insane. And 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 I say that even because you know there are rumors that Messi will go to MLS at some point. And I, I for whatever reason I don't think he would embarrass as many people in MLS as he would in League One. You know what I mean? I think yeah. the, the 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 ego of of MLS defenders. Will will not allow them to be so. It's, I mean, look, there'll be the occasional embarrassment. Don't get me wrong. He'll get it he'll, <laughs> get it. he'll get it. He'll get
0: highlights. He'll get highlights. You know. But I think at the most part, I think you're right. I think it's it's a bit more physical here, just like it would be in Premier League versus yeah. the League All. Everyone's like, I don't. Can I just touch you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> insane, insane news. Yeah. Absolute Valentine's Day. All all your all your Valentine's Day posts. Yo, I love my. I thought girl. I had a good
0: one. I thought I had a good one, and no. then I got shown
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> I love my dude. I love what none of them even mattered after this news dropped because our homies Ali Krieger, Ashton Harris. Yeah, for Valentine they win. They win every holiday. I mean, it's just obvious. <laughs> uh, they have. A baby. Dude, uh, hold on.
0: Allie and Ashlyn baby. baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Congratu- wow. uh, cr- congratulations to the 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 couple, the crashing and baby. Little baby uh, Sloan. Little baby Sloan, uh this is absolutely uh, wild. I mean, look—you the, the, know, pe- there's a lot of uh, Krieger stands and Ashland stands and Craslin stands, and, uh-huh. and people go crazy over anything that they do. But when it comes to uh, now the the growing family, the first thing I s- thought when I saw this baby, I'm like the the drip alone. Okay, the style, the I onesies, mean, dude. Okay? I,
0: the 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 fashion.
1: Statements this baby is gonna make. Okay, how's a how you a baby and also an influencer already, How <laughs> no, you got more followers than me?
0: Who gave this baby the swipe up feature?
1: It is incredible. So I'm I'm so so excited. I mean, look, they are they're they're great uh human beings. Yo, they, are they, we they, uncles now? <laughs> that's look. Now it's like you know we weren't invited to the wedding, but clearly no, we're we gonna, were. They got it got lost got, in it the was mail. A it was Fine. a mistake, but you know, baby's first birthday. Uh, yeah, you know, un- the uncle cooligans are gonna be there. I yo, listen, <laughs> I know you
0: got a couple uncles, right? And then maybe the men's national team or whatever. But yo, how about a couple Theos? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's gonna show up in a full tracksuit? <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay, like like uh, you know, like an assistant coach. All right, I, just be like, hey, what's going on over here? anybody, anybody need anything? You know, I'm prepared for it. I got uh, a clipboard.
1: <laughs> no, so this is uh, super super cool. Uh, uh, you know, I I know they're going to be just absolutely uh, amazing parents. They're going to uh, be
0: incredible. I know. I mean, you, could you ask for a better parents than uh, Ali and Ashley?
1: <laughs> Come on. I mean, look, it's uh, when it comes to just like straight up uh, being. Uh, uh the 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 cool like who's who's going to be the the corny parent you know what I mean? Right? It's going to be difficult to figure that out. Who's going to make the, the corny jokes? They're uh, going to be
0: like, oh, mom's doing another fashion shoot. So corny. <laughs> <laughs> Winning another World Cup. How lame. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of it, mom. Okay. Yeah, it's just, no, there's no, there's no way to, to figure it out. I, we, it, we we should put out like a poll or a bet or something to figure out who's going to be the, the, the lame parent or who's yeah. going to be the cool parent. I think we'll take care of the lame as
0: the Dio's <laughs> <laughs> When we get back, don't forget, we got Andy Haynes right when we get back after this
1: everybody thank you so much for listening to the podcast we just want to bring up with the word from one of our sponsors us and you that's right gully squad uh i mean gully squad i mean the last during quarantine huh gully squad has not only become a just a, a dope soccer community but it's becoming a vital space for my emotional well-being okay? <laughs> yes
0: if it wasn't for them i wouldn't have anyone to talk to a lot of the time and also i would not know what an apple crisp is
1: <laughs> okay yeah we are there's, there's so much uh communication and and sharing of food uh well you know it's it's you know that, that i don't really dwell in that channel too much no you're not allowed to your girl <laughs> can see
0: it on your face
1: that you're looking at food she goes through my phone not to look for like g- texts from other girls she's looking yeah, at she's like booty pick, booty pick, <laughs> booty pick, sandwich Dan, what is this <laughs> how dare <laughs> you betray me like this she's messaging me home record <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, Gully Squad is obviously the, you know, essentially it, the, the the Kooligans community uh, of people that are fans of soccer, fans of comedy, fans of food, fans uh, of pizza. Uh, it's an opportunity to help uh, support uh, the, the content that we put out, help us put out more content uh, that we can deliver to the masses and also get some exclusive content uh, for yourself. So there's a, a bunch of really cool things going on in there. We have an amazing uh, uh, Slack channel that may or may not exist. Who knows? Hey, uh, and- that we just talked about. Exactly, <laughs> but you know, it's vague. It's very vague. Uh, uh, so you can join at, at, at any level. You can join, uh, you can give uh, like five bucks, ten bucks. You can give more. If you can give more, there's more perks involved, like, uh, you know, merch and, and and a pin and stickers and different things like that. So uh, it's if you're a fan of soccer, uh, if you're a fan of comedy, we highly recommend you joining. Uh, and it, it definitely helps the show grow uh, so we can do a bunch of other fun things, you know, in 2021 when we can finally try travel we can be able to go do live shows and do live events and do a lot of other things like that so uh, plus you get some really exclusive stuff like when we
0: release the, uh, the pins you get a pin for that's, joining that's right when we release the pop socket you got a pop socket for joining stuff like that so there's a lot of really good exclusive stuff it's not just being
1: a part of the uh, you know Slack channel that may or may not exist but trust me that's a dope part of it very much so so uh, go to soccercooligans.com and click on the join gully squad button now all right, baby, and we're back on the Cooligan's Living Room FC and finally our guest is here. And it's nice when the guest is just someone we know is a homie, you know? That's right, because we don't have to worry about making them uncomfortable, you right. know? Because we we when when it comes to our friends, we don't really think about boundaries, you know? No.
0: The only problem is is that and I love having comedians on. I just wish I respected this dude's comedy. You know what I mean? Like that's what makes it difficult. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, we, the next the next like half an hour is gonna be real difficult for us. Yeah, you know? I'm gonna try.
0: I'm gonna try to hide it, but no, I'm kidding, man. I absolutely there's few comedians that I have on this list that what we call like the like how most people treat the Godfather. Regardless of when it's on, you're gonna watch the rest of the movie. Uh, this dude is one of those people that when they're on stage, I'm like, I got to hear what they're going to say next. I got to hear what yeah. they're working on. He's always working on some new material that's absolutely hilarious. And he comes from such a different angle than I do, is why I love watching him on stage. Absolutely hilarious. Also, a massive Arsenal fan. And it's about time we flood these uh, airwaves with more Arsenal <laughs> conversation. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The one, <laughs> the one, the only put your hands together unless you're driving for Andy Haynes, everybody. Andy. Woo. What? What's up, <laughs> guys? There he is. What's up, man? Thanks man. so much
1: for joining us, man. Yeah, uh, we haven't seen each other in, in a long time. And uh, obviously, we we play uh, on the same soccer team. Obviously, we are professional soccer players. So yeah. uh, we play on Cooligans FC uh, uh, at, on, at, at the NYC Footy uh, Sunday League. Uh, and, at, and look, all I really want to say is, man, I miss you, buddy.
2: Yeah, dude. I miss you. I miss you. I miss. I miss playing. I'm excited to get those emails from, uh, from footy, whatever, <laughs> telling us that we're back. Yeah, I'm hoping. Dude. I'm hoping. Hoping that uh, the you know the numbers stay low enough that we can kick the ball around. Uh, oh, but so, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. that'd like be fun. I
0: I actually did an outdoor show with Andy, probably going back to the summer at this point, uh, where Andy was just sitting there, just like uh, writing in his notebook. It was in some park in Brooklyn. And I just walked over. And instead of being like, yo, haven't seen you in months, I'm like, Arteta, you think it's going to be? <laughs> like, immediately, I'm like, no, no, no. I get to have an Arsenal conversation with a human in person? Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I, I'm doing I it. knew
2: immediately who it was, too. Like, it's it's funny that you just, like, it was like starting a conversation that we had, like, got cut off, like, <laughs> by, the, by, like, service or something. And I was like, oh, and by the way, he's shit. <laughs> like, yeah. it was just, um, I'm actually... Speaking of our I'm 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 cautious, cautiously optimistic, but it's uh you know it's uh it's good to see you guys. Uh, I'm happy that you know some people get it. It's so hard because I don't really have a lot of friends that are like big football heads, and so it's nice to see you guys because like you know I hang out with a lot of comics who like they literally don't know anything that's happened with soccer at all. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we always, we say this all the time on the show. Like when we can't, there's not many comedians that we can actually talk. Uh, hey, look at Rosebud. Uh, <laughs> and the dog. <laughs> and the dog. Wait, is she getting food? What happened? Who's that? The dog. My dogs <laughs> just
2: came back from their walk. That's so, also uh, another
1: yeah. very funny
0: comedian, Rosebud Yo, Baker, Ro- in the yeah. background. <laughs> she
2: doesn't horrible. know anything about soccer. She watched. Literally, this is a conversation we had the other day. It was it was Saturday morning. It was like you know whatever, it's eight a.m. and. uh, we are watching Arsenal lose to a team they should not have lost to.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: And I'm just sitting there in bed, just like, Ugh. and she goes, why are you an Arsenal fan? And I go, I just, they were the team that I related to the most when I started watching the EPL. And then she goes, have you thought about like trying for a month to support another <laughs> club? <laughs> Which is,
0: by the way, and now, just so you understand how funny this is, and I'm sure she knows this, you have an Arsenal tattoo. You can't, I know. I brought that up. You can't now bring up. I knew it was going to piss him off. Okay. I
1: said that because I knew it was going to piss off.
2: Get out of
1: here. Off.
0: Nobody wants to. Uh, you're starting to see what what a marriage between two comedians is like. Uh, I mean, it's just, well, the shocking thing is, and my wife has brought this up. She's like, why do you do something that you know is going to make you sad for the rest of the day like it ruins the weekend or it ruins at least your saturday and it's like yeah. I, I don't i don't understand how to explain that the highs are so high it's worth these lows
2: and i don't even have an excuse because i got into supporting arsenal from watching uh from reading fever pitch the nick hornby book
0: that's and it's wildly basically embarrassing to admit uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just
2: a—it's an account of just like a, just a horrible, like a, a toxic relationship with a soccer team <laughs> and how it ruined his life. And I was like, this is the team for me. This will <laughs> this will turn out differently. Yeah, it was this. That's a smart. very
0: Andy Haynes thing to do, though. Just so if people don't know Andy, that's it's like, wait, you read something about how so horrific it is. And Andy's like, I think I want to do it.
2: <laughs> I think I want in on this. Is yeah. there, I have an outlet is- for my pain. OK, cool. I'm in. <laughs> This is my kind of
1: torment. Uh, can can okay. I make
2: sports intellectual and sad? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. it's right in your wheelhouse, dude. So, where's yeah, the perfect.
2: where's the tattoo? Uh, and when'd
1: you get it? Why'd you get it? Oh, there it is. There's uh, the the gunner, yeah, um, cannon.
2: Well, because I I went I was an Arsenal fan since you know my teens, and uh, I you know I'm always like finding the watching party, you know wherever it was. La yeah. had like a really good. Um, you know, they had this bar in Studio City called the Fox and the Hound, and it was like West Coast. So it was like real diehards, you know, you'd get up at like 4am to watch like an FA Cup. And the place is full kids, families, you know, like a proper pub and um, what what cribs I, in there why is <laughs> we got <laughs> pints we got <laughs> if breast anybody, feeding, we got if anybody <laughs> wants to call child protective services um i'm sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you you would be successful um <laughs> But then I just saw a bunch of Arsenal tattoos and I have a couple tattoos. And I don't know if you guys have tattoos, but once you get a couple tattoos, you'll you'll find yourself in these moments where you're with a friend getting a tattoo or you just want a tattoo, but you don't know what and I was like, I don't have a cannon yet. I might as well get a cannon. And Was
0: uh, it was it difficult deciding between the old badge, which probably was around when you started supporting, and the current badge? Because the cannon faces the opposite direction.
2: Um, I I don't think I thought that much through it. I mean, it's, it's good. actually it's not like kind it's of, permanent. it's messed up too. Cause it's like this old, like I, I got it in Chicago, like at this, at this tattoo parlor that this, like the guy was like, still had the DTs from the night before he was not well. And he like, <laughs> it's all scarred up. It's like, it's not a good tattoo. You can barely see between the spokes. I mean, it was just,
0: that is kind of fitting for an arsenal. tattoo <laughs> I mean, it's suffering yeah. right now. There's pain.
1: <laughs> and, and yeah, how we. I was going to say just how are how we feeling about Arsenal uh, this year in general. I mean, look, I'm an Everton fan. I'm, I'm looking at it from the outside. I'm trying to... You know, I empathize uh, with with Arsenal fans because there is they. You know, you win two, three in a row, and it's like, all right, we're we're back. You know, we're basically going invincible from this moment on. And then you lose, uh, you know, <laughs> a game one nil, and it's like, yeah. Uh, you know, wh- get rid of all these players. Why haven't we signed Messi? You know, it, g- it gets pretty wild.
2: I mean, I I like Arsenal's style of. I I like the way they buy and train developed players. I I think it's always been ideal. Um, It hasn't always been beneficial because like there's so much money in the EPL now that like teams can really just construct, um, you know, like a crazy, a crazy uh, squad or whatever. But I don't like I keep on looking at our team and I, I feel like you probably feel the same way, Alexis. Like we have so we have such a deep bench right now. Yeah, we have so many young players. And new acquisitions that are like, there's so much talent on that team. And it's really baffling as to why we aren't, you know, I mean, the Arteta growing pains are like a thing, but like, when you look at us, I mean, we really should be like, if you put it like in the money ball, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, running the numbers, we really, we really should be doing much better than we are. And I, I just think it has to do with gelling or something like that. But overall, I'm optimistic. I, I don't know if Arteta's is uh, long for this world, you know?
0: I mean, okay, for the team at least. You know, the world it gets to stay
2: in. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you get fired, if you get sacked, uh, you get killed.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, These yeah. Are, the rules are different now in the feel There's just too much money involved.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the the Cronkies, uh actually fly him to Oman and he's killed with dogs. Uh
1: <laughs> It seems, seems uh like an expensive way to go, but if it ha- if it has to happen, I guess. Uh <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know, it's worth it. Did you did you guys watch the game on on Saturday? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, this I watched game, it. Uh, this was against uh Aston Villa. Villa. Aston yeah. Villa. It, it was crazy because I mean, honestly, like we didn't look bad, but they looked I, I felt like for a while, like especially in the first half, it, it looked like we were playing like an and one team. Like they, they were like put. It was it was like they were playing street ball almost. They, that dude, um, Russ Barkley and Ali uh, Watkins looked good. Uh, Jack Green. They were, yeah, yeah. I mean, Barkley and and Watkins. I mean, they're just so fast, and Barkley is just. Barkley's like that kid that, like, you know, if he was in the States, he would have played every single season of sports in high school. He's just like a small little muscle, you know, yeah. very clearly. <laughs> he looks
0: like those dogs that, that have a lot of muscles on them and like like yeah, the yeah. pit bulls. <laughs> yeah, that's what he looks like. He's got so cut up.
2: Like to be to be a white guy in England with a fade. There's like there's gotta be a story. There's gotta be a story. <laughs> if you're yeah, from yeah. like the, the Midlands and you have a fade, <laughs> it's like okay You gotta like earn I'm, that. Okay, yeah, 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 it's yeah a, for it's sure. A
1: conversation started at the
2: very least. Uh, this this man is not afraid to walk across a, an estate housing project. <laughs> he they know it. They're like, "Oh, what's up, Ross?" Yeah, <laughs> we are
1: here with comedian Andy Haynes, uh, and also I'm I'm baller as well because you you play uh, you play on the same team as I do, Cooligans FC. Dude, I text
0: uh, Christian after the first time you played with him. I'm like, "Is he good?"
1: Yeah, because I think I, lo- I lo- he
0: wanted you to suck. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs>
1: yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Andy Kimball, Andy, uh, you are originally from Washington State. Are you from Seattle proper?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm from like, it sounds like a joke, but I'm literally from like a few blocks from the Space Needle.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, for real?
2: Yeah, I like, thought I you could were going to this- say.
0: I low key thought you were gonna say you're from the building that was supposed to like the building from uh, Frasier, like that one. <laughs> oh, oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I grew up. I'm I'm actually Eddie's dog walker. <laughs> um. <laughs> that to me
0: is more famous than the Space Needle. So,
1: obviously, Seattle has a great uh, soccer culture. Obviously, the sound. We were there for MLS Cup when when the Sounders uh, won. It, it is wild. Uh, uh, but well, how, what was your playing background? Did you play as a kid? You played in school. Uh, how'd you get into it?
2: Um, yeah, I started, I mean, I think it was like five years old or something like that. Like it was just, you know, I grew up in a very, uh, white, uh, you know, like no, we, you said Seattle, we said Seattle. Yeah, good. I grew up, I, I grew up in exact, like a damp white, you know, Volvo driving culture and, uh, you know, lots of Scandinavians, uh, if you yeah, would have said it was,
0: Citroen, we would have thought England, but yeah, damp
2: yeah. <laughs> Citroen.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was, you know, like my main, it was the only sport that I ever like even did decent at. And then, um, you know, my parents were split up. So like, we didn't have select team like money or even bandwidth, like, you know, cause I ski race too. I was like both. And my, um, is that right? Both real? of those. Yeah. Yeah. I was like a competitive is that just like the
0: down the downslope thing
2: downhill. Yeah. Um, well, you're not going to race
1: uphill on skis. it a little tough. You actually do race
2: uphill. I think in um, like cross country, which is oh. insane to me. They like <laughs> jog uphill with their skis on. Those people are idiots. And then they have like a gun on their back for some reason. It's just. <laughs> but so- they don't That's use right. it. It's
1: like a harpoon,
2: right? <laughs> no, no. There's a. It's the biathlon. Is you you uh, cross country ski and then you like right. get to these little stations and you have to do t- target practice. That's the weirdest. <laughs> Cause nobody else is doing that, but like Finland and Russia, like they should just have their own thing. And like, okay, yeah. you guys go do that. Like nobody wants to do that here. It's like um, Tai
0: Chi for the, for, for the whites, you know, it's technically yeah. war training, <laughs> but we can't, <laughs> but we can't, we can't show, we can't show that we're war training.
2: Alexis. I, for, I, I, for real, I high key would love it if there was like Scandinavian neighborhoods and we just like, you know, you went to, like, one part of New York, and there was just, like, Norwegian guys, like, cross-country skiing to Target practice in the park, and gentrifiers were just like, oh, man, these people are fucking nuts.
0: Dude, Finnish town gets wild, man.
2: Dude, Little, little Helsinki, that place is lit. You got a <laughs> duck
0: in the park, bruh. Yeah.
2: They're allowed to have the guns. I don't even know how it's legal. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I played soccer. I always played club. Uh, and then... I played in high school, but like I never had the discipline. And it was already like, I don't know if you guys had this experience, but like when I got to the point where I really wanted to play at a competitive level, people were just like, oh, you should have done that when you were like seven or eight years old. Yeah. 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 For Christian, and I was like
0: 32 like, years old.
2: Yeah. I'm making <laughs> up really. the lost time. <laughs> Can you build a time machine? Um,
0: <laughs> no. When am I actually out of the league? Two years ago? Cool. All right. Never mind then. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's the funny thing too. Is like I I I still feel like the I have those moments like where I'm watching a game and I'm like, man, if if only a few different things would have happened, I'd be you know I I could have played for Burnley. Yeah, uh, I was
0: watching the I was watching the Knicks like at like eight years ago, and something happened, and I just like. In one of those moments where I'm not really thinking what I'm saying, my wife is like on the couch texting on next to me. I just looked at her and I actually said the words, you know, if I was taller, I could have (laughs) done (laughs) it. And she goes, you're gonna turn that into a bit and just like walked away. And I was like, yeah, you're right. That was stupid. I'm I'm getting
1: injured, uh, you know, picking up my dog. You know, I just got a dog uh, about seven months ago and now I'm getting these new back injuries that are being introduced in my life because I'm not, I haven't been used to crouching and, and picking a dog up. and and picking up poop and all this other stuff. It's, uh, yeah, I, 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 there's no, there's no hope for me.
2: Yeah, I think if we went and played, like, one game in Prospect Park with all the West Indian guys, we would know very quickly the limits of our, <laughs> our skills. We'd yes, be like, oh, yes, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, would also could, have, have like... to call my wife and explain why I'm in the hospital. Yeah,
1: yeah we, exactly. We, we we currently play against, like, the, you know, the, the the HR team of Warby Parker. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is, that's the level that we
2: are currently at. Yeah, the Whole Foods produce section has a meme (laughs) squad. Their bench is deep. Um, But i i i had this um I had this coach that I linked up with because my friends played for his select team, and this guy, his name is Mike Henderson, and he was this like tiny black guy in Seattle, and he was just like, he was like the soccer guru. Like if you saw him, totally inauspicious, you know, just like this um this tiny little black dude and he coached soccer and it was his entire life and my buddy ben gown who like was like like could have played mls played on his select team and uh hooked me up with one of his lower teams i actually played on that lower team with macklemore sorry to drop that name um yeah seattle Uh, sounders owner (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. Yeah. I like mean, one. I'm I'm sure he's his he he owns all his music. It was like I I don't He's I want to say this real quick. A lot of people don't know what it's like to have gone to high school with Macklemore because you guys all got to go to high school with a white rapper and you got to forget about him. You got to go like, okay, um, yeah, yeah, that guy's fine. He's out there. I hope he got sober, you know, but I have to, I have to see Macklemore and be like, God, my white rapper is still here. He's quite possibly the
0: third most famous white rapper.
2: Yeah. I mean, I would even say arguably second. You know, like behind Eminem. I don't know, you know, who else? Uh, Snow? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't know. He, but how, um, how
1: was he as a player? I'm just curious.
2: Decent, fine. Okay. I mean, it was just, it was like neighborhood club team. But that, that guy, Mike Henderson, he would call me every night. And he was like the type of coach. This guy, all he did was coach soccer. And um, he would just like call you and want to talk soccer. And he was like, he was nuts. He was always stoned. Uh, Probably, (laughs) I I don't, I hope that doesn't get back to him. But um, anyways, whatever, who cares? Um, But he would like call all his players every night and he would just talk for hours. Like if you didn't get off the phone, he was going to, and he'd ask to talk to your mom and he'd be like, how is he doing in school? And then he would like, he would like start talking to you about like, he was he taught us everything about Brazilian soccer. Like we had to listen to Joe beam and practice like all the jerseys from the Brazilian uh, league were like being mixed around. I remember one time I'd gone to Mexico and I'd bought, I'd bought um, a Boca juniors Jersey and like some other like South American team Jersey. I, I, neither of them were Brazilian, but I gave, I gave the Boca juniors Jersey to like this other kid. And then I gave Mike like this Jersey from like, I, I don't even know. It probably was like, like Chivas or something. I don't even know. Yeah. But, um, he like berated me. He was like, and I didn't know, he was like, how dare you give me this? It might even be, I, I might have even given him like river or something like that. Like he was <laughs> yeah, that, like a rival. furious and, um, you know, he would, he would take, uh, he would record all of the Brazilian league on cassettes. And then he would, like, pass them around. He'd be like, go out and watch this. Go out and watch this, like, you know, Gervinho or go out and watch this, uh, you know, Ronaldinho uh, Goeysha. Like, he'd, he'd pass it around and be like, watch this Gremio versus Corinthians championship yeah. game or whatever. And um, so that's, like, how I grew up was, like, with this, like, Brazilian mentality of uh, football. And he also they – were, they were the most – you, they would never fly as like soccer coaches now in this like precious world of just, I mean, probably healthy, but precious. <laughs> um, I remember like, cause I was kind of a, a, a little bit of a, like a chubby kid growing up. And, um, I remember I went and I'd lost some weight and I was like getting better at soccer. And I went to like my first practice with this team and I was so excited that they even let me practice and I'm playing and I'm playing and they had this Trinidadian dude that helped out the team his sons played and his name was Philip and Philip was like just a headbreaker you know like he was just this giant you know just should have been in jail uh, type of dude <laughs> and Mike, Mike yells across the field he goes how's Andy doing and Philip goes Andy is shitty man and that was just like <laughs> <laughs> great all
1: right you know yeah. the, the, uh, interesting performance review I, I i see what i have to work on <laughs> yeah he ain't got it oh, okay yeah i guess cool. i go home cool. now
2: <laughs> i'm gonna just uh i'm gonna elaborate on what I, areas i think i can grow in. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know,
0: <laughs> andy haynes hilarious comedian great podcaster also the creator of the champions uh which is on bleacher report which is really awesome so he's a good writer as well Thanks, man um, absolutely. Uh, we were talking a little bit about, uh, you know, obviously your, your soccer career and some of the horrific things you had to go through because you were so bad <laughs> at it. But, uh, <laughs> uh, let's also talk a little bit about your comedy career. Um, because that's obviously how we met. Uh, you've, you've been doing standard for quite a while. Uh, do you get a chance? And it, people ask us this all the time and and we did a comedy tour a soccer specific comedy tour. So we got a chance to do soccer jokes. Do you have any jokes about soccer? Is there, have you found that that happy medium of of doing jokes that are universal enough for a regular audience, but still get to talk about the sport?
2: Um. Well, quick answer is no, uh, but <laughs> I I have jokes about it, but it's just like it's like one of those things. Like I'm sober, so I have jokes about like sobriety. That like when I go tell a when I go do like a sober show, like they get it, you know. And sometimes yeah. they'll work with a, like a normal audience. I mean, I feel like it's it's a weird thing now where a lot of America knows about football. So it's like they, you know, and I'm talking the, our, our football, obviously, um, football, but it's, it's football. <laughs> yeah. Holga uh, bonito. But, uh, but, uh, I, I, you know, it's just so hard. Cause you don't know like what people's the, the main thing that I like to make fun of, I think you've actually heard this joke. Alexis is like that bro mentality around soccer where yeah. it's like, if you get around like, you know, like a certain type of dude, he's going to be like, oh, soccer is gay. And you're going to be yeah. like, "What? Well, you just mean boring. That's what you mean. Like, don't. <laughs> Don't say gay. You mean and being, boring. And, and gay I have the a complete bit about the opposite,
1: opposite. Being gay is the complete opposite of boring. Yeah. So I don't, it yeah, that's no what, sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I, the joke basically goes like, if I was watching gay porn, you would not call it boring. So do not call soccer boring. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's yeah, yeah. what you mean. I have um, a similar joke where yeah. I said,
0: like a friend was flipping through the channels and he saw a game. It's just a bunch of dudes sucking each other's and you can insert the, the second <laughs> word. There. And I was like, yeah, I don't think you were watching soccer.
2: <laughs> yeah. That yeah, I was soccer, like, you bro. should
0: probably ask your dad, why you have that channel you know
2: (laughs) I think that was called cricket Um, (laughs) I still have no idea how cricket works uh there could be a homoerotic element to it and I'd be like I guess that's what it is yeah yeah, Uh, it takes five days to
0: play so it's a fun time
2: (laughs) but I've been lucky enough that I I got to tour um back when the world existed I got to tour in Europe I got to do like a bunch of like gigs in the Czech Republic and Germany and all over Sweden. And then I have like a couple clubs that um, like will always like, let me go up in the London area. And so it's like, I've been really lucky. Like when I'm there, you know, I can talk about it, but um, it's, it's just not the same culturally. Like, you know, I feel like the average, the average British person, you know, they can remember like the time that like Andre Arshavin scored four goals, you know, and like, that is just like a normal Yeah, like a secretary, you know, knows that in in (laughs) England. But it's just not the same here. They just don't – the culture isn't the same. Although they're they're starting to get it. But I still feel like it's like, you know, it's like this low-hanging fruit thing, which is so weird because it's like the number one sport in the world and everywhere else. Like when you ask a British person, I have this thing where it's like it's almost racist where if I meet a British person, I'm like, oh, what club do you support? Which I feel like is like the equivalent of like asking somebody like, you know – I'm not going to insert the gen- the generalization I have about another culture, but um, <laughs> it's not like a, in, in America, for the most part, the people that fuck with soccer are like, you know, college kids, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's changing. But like when you go to England, if you're like, oh, do you like support a club? It's like a guy who drives a truck and his name is like Stu. And he like, you yeah. know, he, he's mad about uh, Polish people stealing all his jobs. <laughs> you know?
0: yeah. It's a different going to a pub in New York to watch a soccer game is very different than going to a pub. Like I went to a pub just outside the Emirates and one, one of the one of the guys there was like, did, did you Google uh, this pub before you came? And it's like, no, he goes. Well, these are all hooligans. Like these are all very dangerous people. You are surrounded by and you just walked in here with your wife and I was like, "Oh. There's a
1: different pub I should Good go to." to know. <laughs> yeah,
2: we're like you would never think, here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you you'd never think to like not wear your jersey in in New York. You'd never be like, "Oh, I'm going to get my ass kicked for wearing my away jersey yeah. for Arsenal like in the Bronx <laughs> or something." But I stupidly brought brought this jersey with me to London the last time I was there, and then I was like, you know, I was like out seeing the sights, and then all of a sudden I was like on White Hart Lane, and I was like, ah, I probably shouldn't be in this jersey. Like, there's a good chance I'm gonna die. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, it is uh, the one. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about was just um, I look once the the. Pandemic started when quarantining began. Uh, comedy he, he went comedy away. <laughs> was went away. And look, we we've spoken to a, a, a bunch of comics of like how how did you manage? You know, we you know we have this show. Uh, you know, so, so, uh, some comics don't have anything. Some comics started a new thing. Everybody had to find ways to be creative. But you started uh, a podcast with your wife that is so so funny. It's so awesome. Thanks, find man. Find your beach. Find your beach uh, with Rosebud Baker and Andy Haynes. And one of my favorite things is is look, you, we know a lot of comedians that are married, and and but we don't necessarily get to take a peek be- behind the curtain. You you almost see. You guys have, you guys clearly have a chemistry as far as in your marriage, but uh, the comedic chemistry also works well. So I, it was, this was a good pairing. When it's
2: it comes just multiple
0: to- dysfunctions layered on top of each other, but they fit yeah. together so well.
2: It's just trauma and no boundaries at all. Just the perfect mixture for a long marriage, uh, no, it's, I mean, it's great because it's, you know, we just get most of our shit out by just like roasting each other. And um, the the podcast like has been this, this amazing kind of like lifesaver, not only because it generated a little revenue, but also it just gave us this outlet. Like we started the first day of quarantine and um, we weren't even engaged yet. We actually got engaged like the second week of the podcast and uh, we did it every day for like the first month we did like 30 days in a row. And then um, we kept on kind of like backing off as like life normalized. We were like, ah, let's do it five days a week. And then we're like three days a week and now we do it two days a week. But um, it's awesome, man, I, I I had not, I'd never had a podcast that, you know, you know how many comedians like start a podcast and they're like, we're gonna talk about all our favorite episodes of Cheers. And then, um, <laughs> you know, eventually like, it doesn't, you know, blow up, you don't, you know, you don't get rich in the first six months and everybody's like, ah, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. But, um, this is, this is like, we have this huge fan base and all these people that were like, kind of like intimately involved with, and also gives us like a way to be funny. Um, you know, a couple of times a week and, yeah, uh, yeah I love it. I, I, yeah. I just want
1: to uh, uh, applaud you and credit you because one of my favorite clips that you guys posted that made me laugh so, so hard when, is when you were roasting each other's genitals Yes. Do you remember this? Okay. So this was yeah. the, 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 the wordsmanship, the, the, <laughs> the craft of like, uh, of, of roasting. And I mean, it was relentless. It was a riff that just did not stop. And you guys kept it. It made me laugh so, so much. And really, this is how you, this is how you uh, find a, a loving partner that you can, this is how, you know, you, you're in a good relationship where you can roast each other's genitals and you, you, you love each other more after it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been, it really like solidified our love because I don't, if you guys know me, you guys knew me before I dated Rosebud and before I was married and um, you know, I, I have a tendency to be a little bitch and um, I'll fully own that. I can be a little bitch. Uh, I can be a sensitive little bitch. I'm a cancer apparently. Um, that's my sign. Not like I'm a cancer to my family, but um she, she just like, there's no room for it. So I just, I, it's, it's, it's toughened me up and uh, you know, it's, it's cool. Cause I'll be like being a little bitch and my wife will, my wife is like an expert roaster, you know, she like writes for those like comedy central roasts. And so it's like the second that I like catch myself, like kind of playing out of hand, she's just like, just, you know, dials in on my receding hairline or my weird shoulder blades or my genitals, you know? Yeah. And, Nothing's
0: off limits. And, you are you know, I remember you you, you did a video where you flew to Iceland for a day to get, like, uh, chapstick, and it didn't exist. And I text you, like, how did you produce that? Or I talked to you. I'm like, what did you do? Like, how did you make it seem like it was real? And you're like, no, it's real. I went to Iceland for one day. And, like, you had no money at the time. And I'm like, what are you doing? So when you announced the engagement to Rosebud, I text you, is this real? Before I said, congratulations. (laughs) And you said, yes. And then I was like, congratulations. (laughs) I just want people to know that that's who you are.
2: I still want to do that show. So if anybody's watching that, uh, (laughs) the, it's called around the world and Andy Haynes, and it's where I fly for an absurd amount of time. I actually, when I did that, I was, I was, I was so broke and I had nothing going on. And so I was like trying to kind of launch like just like a YouTube following. And, and I had this show called After Sheldon. It was on JASH. It was a fake young Sheldon talk show. And um, <laughs> none of my guests ever watched the show. Most of them didn't show up. It was like a complete disaster. But one aspect of that Iceland trip was, so like I, I think I I flew, it was like nine hours there and 11 hours back. And I was on the ground for like 22 hours maybe And um, I I just went around and I was asking all the Icelandic people in Reykjavik if they were excited about young Sheldon. And um, (laughs) like, it was so funny because in in Iceland, you're not afraid of anything. So I literally would like go up and knock on like a cop's car window and I'd be like, hey, are you excited about young Sheldon? And they'd be like, what? Um, But the funniest thing was, is there was like this heavy metal guy and I... I like he was like washing his car in the back of his house and I like walked up to him and I was like hey are you excited about young Sheldon and he was like actually I think that this kind of entertainment is uh is very capitalistic and shit I like more cerebral I the big bang theory had its moments and I was just like He had, like, tattoos, like, all over his body, you know, just, like, (laughs) listening to death metal. Only guy that knew. I mean, I asked everybody in Reykjavik if they knew young Sheldon. That was the only guy that knew. we
0: established
1: opinion. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Another one in the books. Thank you so much to Andy Haynes uh, for joining us. And the
0: the dogs and Rosebud, of course. Thanks, man. It's
1: uh, a triple booking. Uh, uh, Three for the price of one. Uh like I said, Andy's a hilarious comedian. Definitely go check out his work. And when the world returns to a normal place, uh go see him uh, do some stand-up. But Andy, is there anything you want to plug in particular before we sign off?
2: I mean just uh, you know, uh go listen to the podcast, find your beach at find your beach on Instagram and uh all my all my info for what I'm doing is is usually on my um Instagram page. So that's I'm Andy Haynes at I'm Andy Haynes, the conjunction, not I am um but yeah that's that's where all my dates are you know i got that little link tree pro subscription so it's all it's all there you guys okay awesome. all right well,
1: somebody's making money you love to see it mm-hmm. okay, let's go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh and uh and andy as well uh oh wait uh, also just a reminder uh uh follow us at Fubo sports at soccer Cooligans and subscribe to the Fubo sports youtube channel for uh full episodes of the program andy we have our goal celebration. We need a goal celebration, Jeff, uh, from you. Uh, so what would your goal, celebra- goal right, right celebration be? Right
0: when that Trinidadian be? dude yells at your shit, you score a goal, <laughs> how do you
2: celebrate it? You know what? Am I allowed to do an homage? Am I allowed to do an homage celebration? Oh, yes, please. I think, you know, just because he's such a polemical uh, figure, I would love to do um, the, um, the Mario Balotelli uh, jersey reveal why is it always me? That's the, I would love. <laughs> I love and then, it, but I'll just—I'd mind smoking a cigarette too because <laughs> I just—I love Balotelli so much, um, and that was—I mean. He's just, uh, or, or maybe uh, the time that he missed the goal, trying to do the reverse heel yeah, yeah. at the yeah, uh, yeah. And you got, you got exhibition And he got taken out of the cup. game like
1: two minutes a yeah. later. <laughs> we, we lo- I would love to get Balotelli on the show. That would be great. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, so, Andy, th- <laughs> thank you again uh, uh, for joining us. Thanks, Let man. us end the show the way we normally do, as is tradition. So, for Andy Haynes, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we?
2: The the cool cool game! Game! Yes. <laughs>